Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again with the White Vans, except no White Vans as always, but back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Today it's just me, myself, and I, but we're going to be talking through an episode dubbed, and you're going to like this one, Art is an Explosion. So um, we're going to talk about a couple of characters who primarily specialize in explosions um, in anime. So um, if you hear any thunder or anything like that on the back end currently there's some rain um that's going on in tennessee that's just what it is if you're in the if you're in the south or especially in tennessee you know that the weather changes at the blink of an eye but nonetheless your boy is good i'm just sitting here recording tonight so we're going to have a really good episode uh, but before i get into that as always thank you each and every one of you for listening and sharing the show without you all this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding if you're not already following me on social media you can find me on twitter and instagram at anime talk 12 that's anime talk the number one and two there you will find updates and news in regards to upcoming uh, episodes and giveaways. Currently, the same giveaway is out there. If you want a sticker, reach out to your boy. Let me know. I will ship you a sticker domestically, internationally. We'll have to figure that out. I haven't had to do one yet, but just reach out to me. Let me know. As far as upcoming episodes, if you've been tracking and you've followed the show up to this point, thank you for continuing to listen. If you haven't and this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, but we're this is episode 17 for this season. So uh, for those of you who are longstanding members, you already know once we hit episode 20 of a season, I go ahead and I take a hiatus. I'm going to take a little bit longer this this uh, in between this season because I'm trying to set up some more collaborations to kind of get you guys some other voices. I know that that, you know you love hearing my silky you know silky um uh voice but uh silky smooth voice but um it just feels like it's more fun i listen to a lot of podcasts and it's just a whole lot more fun um when you actually get some kind of banter and collaboration so that's why i'm trying to set up some collabs so i'm going to take a little bit longer in between season six and season seven it's still crazy to say that but i'm going to take a little bit longer in between these seasons so I can get some collaborations uh, recorded and set up to actually drop in season seven. So um, that's some of the stuff as far as upcoming episodes. Let me know when you follow uh, the show and if you like or dislike an episode. I love interacting with you, the fans. I'm more interactive on Twitter, so reach out to me on there. But I'm also interactive on Instagram, just not as much. Um, and as always, there may be spoilers ahead, so you have been warned. Shout out to the homie Alejandro. Though there shouldn't be many ex- um there shouldn't be many uh, spoilers or anything like that. I just hit my knee and it is it hurts so bad. <laughs> but uh, um, it shouldn't be many spoilers because the majority of these shows have been out for a while. The only way that you probably it would be a spoiler is if you haven't watched the show at all. Um, so there shouldn't be too many spoilers for you all. But spoilers ahead. Spoilers could be ahead. So you have been warned. Again, shout out to Honi Alejandro. Um, so let's see. For those of you who are tracking whatever is going on craziness in my life. So we made it to the 
semifinals for my 7v7 team. We ended up losing to the team that ended up ultimately losing to the champions. Um, so that was kind of heartbreaking because we had a really good team. Um, let's see. Today was self-care Sunday. So your boy went to the movies. I went to go watch John john wick four um i love john wick movies so i finally went to go watch the fourth one and it was pretty good i mean just a whole bunch of action and i think that that's the thing about john wick is that you have to go into it just understanding there's going to be a god-awful amount of just action killing death and all that good stuff but it was really good um and then i got some sushi so that's pretty cool too let's try the new sushi spot so that was that was like i said pretty cool um I don't know. I just feel like maybe if I kind of open up more or not open up more, you know what I'm saying? But if I tell you guys a little bit more about what's going on in my life, I don't know. Maybe you guys can kind of relate to me, especially since you can't see me, um, which I'm still trying to set that up of getting on to YouTube and stuff like that, doing those videos. But uh, I don't know, just trying to create and establish a connection there. Um but anyway, I guess let's go ahead and get into the episode. So jumping straight into this episode, um, again, we're talking art is an explosion, um, which obviously the person who said that is on this list. Um, but this is just basically talking about anime users or anime characters who specialize in explosion techniques. So let's go ahead and jump straight into it. the first character. Everybody knows him. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Some people say he's annoying. I'm one of the latter. But we got Bakugo from uh, My Hero Academia or My Hero Academy, however you want to say it. Um, he is, his explosion allows him to um, excrete nitroglycerin-like sweat from his palms and ignite it at will to create explosions of various sizes. Um he can use this through either of his palms. Um, he creates fiery shock waves that are highly powerful and destructive, often burning and or shattering whatever they hit. Um, he's immune to them. He takes minor damage from the recoil sometimes. But the more that Bakugo sweats, the more powerful the explosions become. Um, obviously, shout out to fandom. You already know where I'm getting the majority of this information, but I want to give him a shout out. So shout out to my fandom pages um, and citing some of the places where I get a lot of this information. Um, now the reason why I say that he's kind of annoying, cause here's the thing we already know, kind of, if you're current on the show, you kind of understand where we are right now, why he is the way that he is, but it's like, dude, like you just, you relied so much on you being the guy that when somebody else became the guy, you were just like, nah, I can't accept this. Like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? Why can't you accept this? Um, it's that whole, like, I wouldn't even say they're Naruto and Sasuke. Like, Deku and Deku and um, Bakugo are not like that at all. Like, well, I wouldn't say not at all. But it's really weird. They just have a really weird dynamic. Um, so, but like I said, so essentially what he can use, his quirk that he has in the show, if you're not familiar with the show, a quick recap, characters in this show are born with quirks. The majority of them, I think at one point it was like 80% of people were born with quirks. Um, quirks are basically abilities that these children are born with. They grow up, they have different quirks. Some people are, are as big as like Decay, like my boy Shiragaki, um, Shigaraki. 
his is decayed where anything that he touches makes it decay and obviously age um, and crumble uh, all the way down to I'm pretty sure there's probably somebody like Froppy who has like basically she's a frog like she can do everything that a frog can do the most basic of explanations whatsoever for quirks um, but in this specific show like I say kids are, are born with quirks and they kind of grow up and become heroes or villains depending on how they decide to use their quirks um, but in this specific situation he's a good guy he's one of the protagonist um and like i said he is a very loud mouth uh arrogant um just super i'm gonna even say crybaby but dude is always yelling about something um so that's how this character is and basically in in with him like i said he uses his sweat that's how he essentially creates these explosions he uses the sweat that comes out of his body into his palms and then he uses that to actually use moves um so he's got explosive uh speed where basically he puts his hands behind his back and can use the can cause these explosions in his hands to propel him forward um he essentially uses that to um almost kind of fly to so that's kind of cool because he can use it while he's in the air and kind of point it and shoot and everything like that and move he's got a stun grenade where basically he can um, create a spear of light out of his hands similar to what you're thinking like what we were talking about or not talking about but solar flare if you're used to dragon ball z he can use that where he can kind of stun you real quick um he's got um a lot of different things that he can use with this one. AP shot, which is armor piercing shot, which is probably one of his stronger moves where he can basically channel all of his explosion into his hand, into one hand, um, almost making like the zero um, figure with his hand and actually force that explosion straight through there. So it's a very armor piercing shot. Um, he's got that the same way as a cannon where he can essentially spread it out and make it into um a cannon, I guess you could say, and machine gun. Um, he's got landmine blast. He's got cluster. Um, he's got a couple of different abilities. But the big thing for him is just to understand that how he uses his technique is specifically through his sweat. Um, it's nitroglycerin-like. It turns into... Um, goes into his hands is channeled down there and he can essentially make an explosion out of it so that's the first character here with the uh with the guy bakugo so let's go ahead and jump straight into the second character here so the second character is the person who actually dubbed this phrase art is the explosion or art is an explosion and that is datara so datara is from naruto um he is he was kind of he was in the akatsuki and he was he was kind of one of my favorite guys from the akatsuki he's right up there um obviously you know you gotta love like um itachi obviously is at the very top um you gotta love toby like pretty much everybody i hated pain i love pain but hate pain i'm going to talk about him at some point and i know that i talked about him um on an episode before but um he's definitely up there at the top those two are definitely up at the top but data rub was one of those ones that was kind of a sneaky play um so again kind of a recap on where he comes in um in naruto they're all um they're all shinobi or ninja that are hidden that are in these villages use most of them are hidden like hidden village um like the hidden sand village or hidden leaf village or hidden mist. They're all these villages. Um, but in this specific show, the way and the way that he kind of comes into it is he's a member of the Akatsuki, which the Akatsuki are going around collecting the tail beast to essentially um, become stronger um, and to unlock this ultimate move that um, 
that Madara was actually trying to put in place. So he ends up enter uh, Datara. So he ends up coming into this one um, because he's got this very powerful uh, technique. Obviously, it's an explosion because that's what we're talking about. But he has a very specific ability um, that actually gained him um, recognition within the Kotsky. So he was very strong and very powerful. Um, Payne, who is the leader of the organization, actually praised him for his ability, um, admitting that when something happened to him, um, it was the loss was a major blow to the group. So he single handedly defeated Gara, um, who Gara is one of my favorite characters, just did an episode on him not too long ago, talking about Mr. Sandman. Bring me a dream if you uh, haven't heard that episode please go back and check that out um just came out a couple episodes ago but um he defeated gara and um shukaku which is the uh the the tail beast locked inside of him and the fifth hukage um in their own territories he fought on equal ground with sasuke uchiha which we all know that sasuke is supposed to be the prodigy from that from the uchiha clan um and he was also at an elemental disadvantage against sasuke so that's huge um super smart um he's got ninjutsu he got uh ninjutsu so his ninjutsu he can use shadow clone jutsu which basically um, essentially creates a clone of himself and he can use his suicide bombing clone which basically as the name implies is just a clone of him that he can use to actually suicide bomb or kamikaze um style style fight um he essentially can use um, pretty much a detonate. So he has these, he has this clay. It's a special type of clay that he has inside of his, this little satchel that he carries around with. And he's got these hands that are on his, uh, he's got these hands that are on his mouth. He's got these mouths that are on his hand. There we go. He's got these little uh, mouths that are on his hand. And essentially what he can do is he can put those hands down into the satchel and he can formulate and kind of ch and kind of change the energy and, and, and infuse it with his chakra to actually make it into bombs. Whether he can use landmines, he's created C4 dragons, he's created these big birds that he uses, um... Dude is just super, super strong. Um, he's got eye enhancement, which he has like this little scope that he wears on his left eye for long range observation. And um, and he can counteract uh, Genjutsu with that uh, and, ne and uh, negate it. So, again, super strong that way. Um, he is just an OP character. Um the big thing about him is, like I said, he fought hand in hand and side by side by a lot of really strong ninjas um, and Shinobi. He ends up um, he ends up basically he's actually ranked number three in the official uh, character popularity poll shortly after he showed up. So he's super strong there um, or super popular there. So, again, it kind of plays into what I was saying, but. Essentially with him, like I said, the big the big thing about him and the one thing that you have to that you have to love about him is that he has this unique ability, like I said, to essentially have these hands and he has and it looks really cool. He's got these little mouths on his hand. And like I said, he, he formulates chakra. He can make something as small as a landmine, something as small as like a golf ball. He can throw it at you. It can detonate. He can explode it when he wants to. Or he can make something as big as um, I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. But he had this huge 
huge move that he ended up doing at one point, um, which was let me see, I'm trying to see what it was. Um, anyway, I can't I can't find the actual name of it right now, but um, essentially he can make something like that's I don't know that's Godzilla size, like these big old explosions. He can drop them. He uses primarily when he's fighting. He's usually flying um, on like one of his birds. I think the birds are C. Four, I want to say, and the dragons are C2. Yeah, so he uses like these birds and different techniques that he uses to fly around um, and then drop bombs from up high. Again, he's kind of like a scout. He can forward observe with his scope. Dude is just super strong, um, and he fought a lot of crazy people. But yeah, God love him, man. And of course, like I said, he coined the phrase, art is an explosion. So gotta love that. So shout out to Daedra. Um, so let's go ahead and jump straight into the next character. So the next character is actually Soph. Uh, so Soph J. Kimbley um, is actually from Full Metal Alchemist. Um, a little bit kind of a backstory about the show. Um, in this show, essentially, you have alchemy, which is um, the law of equivalent, which follows the law of equivalent exchange. Uh, but essentially, these characters are going around trying to find the Philosopher's Stone or trying to um, figure out this power that's there in the world by also create, but by uh, creating like these alchemic um, symbols or different hand gestures and things like that, depending on, or not hand gestures so much. Um, but they essentially use alchemic um, seals and things like that to create things, whether it's uh, Colonel Mustang where he can snap his fingers together and he can um, create fire or create an explosion out of his hand, which I was kind of thinking about bringing him in, but Kimberly is like crazy, crazy uh, more explosive or, or happy more exposed happy than um the mustang um but essentially in this show the um the alchemists so the state alchemists and things like that are supposed to be the quote-unquote good guys they're kind of like the military police and kimberly was actually one of them before he went crazy well not crazy but i mean he knew what he was doing um but he ended up um he ended up kind of switching to the dark side he i don't think i don't know if he ne ever really was on the good side but um essentially what he can do um when you get into the state alchemists usually they have a title so your title state out al state alchemists are usually like pretty strong um so you have like you know the the iron fist uh, alchemist the crimson alchemist you have like those type of things so in this one he is considered i think he is the crimson alchemist if i'm not mistaken um so yeah the crimson lotus alchemist um and so essentially he is capable of general transmutation that involves simply transmuting one object into another though he rarely uses this type of alchemy so what he does is he specializes in a form of alchemy that causes alchemic explosions so his right hand is tattooed with the sun inside an upside down triangle and his left with the crescent moon inside of a triangle representing yin and yang when the triangles are placed on top of one another they combined to form a hexagon a symbol which represents all four of the basic elements earth fire water and air by putting the palms uh, by putting the palms of his hands together he creates a transmutation circle that causes explosive reactions um, he can essentially direct it over a certain distance before exploding um, he can also utilize it um, He's he's pretty much perfected this technique. Um, he can make small. He can take a small handful of stones and release them as a multitude of flying debris upon throwing them. Um, basically, 
your boy is just a stone cold killer like when we first see him he comes in he's blowing up buildings he's destroying people he's trying to grab people and essentially he can kind of force them and kind of use their body as well as kind of like a transmutation or a circuit to finish um to finish like the circuit to finish you know both hands essentially touching each other he can use it as a conduit that's the word i was looking for um a conduit so he is just a killer. Dude is a beast. He has no problem killing anybody. In the Ishbalian War, which was essentially a genocide from in the show standpoint, when they were fighting against Ishbal, um, when he took that little small version of the Philosopher's Stone, which is what they're all ultimately looking for, dude was able to just wipe out city and town after town after town um, to the point where like, you just felt you just felt like, I mean, obviously you felt bad for for the Ishbalians in the first place, but this man was literally destroying areas around the size of half a mile within a large circle. Like, they were just absolutely getting decimated. Um, so, yeah, he he definitely had to make this list. Like I said, the, uh, the, um, the, I love, I love Colonel Mustang or General, Colonel, General Mustang. Um, I love him and I love the fact that obviously he's, he's got that snap that he can, you know, snap his fingers together and make an explosion. But Kimberly like is took that to a whole different level. Like my man's doesn't care about anybody. He doesn't respect anybody. All he wants to do is kill. And that's just who he is. So I had to bring him in here. Anytime you got that little serial killer tick on your shoulder and you just, you know, don't care about any regards to any kind of human lives, you got to make the list. Excuse me. So, um, yeah. So that brings us to the final character. Um, so the final character on this list is one that I was kind of thinking about, and I kind of had to do a little bit of research, kind of looking into this one because I remember him, but I don't remember him like all the way because he was from an earlier, um, an earlier season of the show but the last one that i have here is kira so kira is from jojo's bizarre adventure i believe it was jojo's bizarre adventure let me make sure which one this one was um jojo's bizarre adventure diamond is unbreakable okay that's what i thought it was um so on this one he um he's the main antagonist uh in the fourth part in jojo's bizarre adventure series diamonds unbreakable there you go um so with him essentially what he what he has a stand and in this show i've talked about this before uh the reference i'm gonna make i got some feedback when i'm referencing old episodes to actually give you the episode to go back and listen to so the reference for this episode was i did an episode um what season i'm not 100 sure but i did an episode called stand by me or it was jojo pose i can't remember which name i decided to go to go with but there was an episode where i talked about what stands are and um and essentially i talked about some of my favorite ones um but essentially in this show these this family the joe star bloodline essentially has these abilities where they can manifest stands and stands essentially come out they're kind of um they're not necessarily projections of oneself because they actually can fight so they're not a projection but they're kind of like a physical manifestation of their spirit or of like an ability that's that's dormant within them or lives within them um and essentially what they can do is they can use these stands to fight all these stands have different abilities um like you have like 
uh, Platinum, The World. You have, obviously, in this in this situation, Killer Queen. Um, you have a couple of different ones. Stone Ocean was one of them from Jolene. But um, essentially, these stands have unique abilities, kind of like those quirks that we talked about from uh, My Hero Academia or My Hero Academia, however you want to say it. So Kira's stand is called Killer Queen. It's a humanoid, short-range stand with the unique ability to cleanly and completely wipe out objects and people alike with targeted explosions. Uh, the ability manifests itself as three distinct forms or bombs. Um, so essentially what this one does is Killer Queen can change any object into a bomb by touching it um, and then manually detonate it. So um, that's one of the ways that this that it can actually use this, um, that these abilities is essentially touch something, turn it into something or turn it into a bomb and then detonate it when you feel like you want to. Um, he's got the sheer heart attack, uh, which is a secondary bomb. It's an autonomous entity that detaches from Killer B's left hand. It is a mobile heat seeking bomb that is extremely durable and leaves massive explosions in its wake. Um, and then he's got bites the dust, which, uh, this one is created by a second pierce of the arrow, uh, bites the dust is an independent bomb that implants killer queen into a host body if the host reveals kira's true identity in any way unwilling or willingly bites the dust will trigger and any investigators will be blown up before a time loop commences that sends everyone back an hour kira is unable to use this ability on himself however so the last one is a time reversal and fate manipulation. But the first two are some of the ones that the, the two, like I said, we can kind of focus on a little bit more um, as far as, like I said, being able to essentially touch something, turn it into something else and then blow it up huge. And then obviously being able to use um, autonomous um, bombs that are mobile and heat seeking again, huge. So this character in it is essentially um, in this show, I, like I said, I had to kind of go back into and look at him. I do remember him, um, but I mean, he wasn't like just a scary good character for me. Like I mean, he was she was strong, but I mean, he wasn't like a scary good character in the series to me. But I think it's because with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, each season just feels like it gets bigger and bigger and better and better. So I can't necessarily focus primarily on him as far as like comparing him to anybody else. Like obviously he doesn't compare to Dio. He doesn't really compare it to Father Pucci off of um, Stone Ocean. But he's still pretty strong. He makes this list because of those bombs. And like I said, obviously given everybody else's ability that I talked about, he clearly fits and deserves to be on this list. Um, so like I said, we talked about Bakugo. We talked about Datara. We talked about Soph, uh, Kimberly, and we talked about Kira, um, and, and the episode art is an explosion. Personally for me, I think that if I had to rank these, I, I, I don't necessarily like ranking because I feel like, I feel like I'm saying that there's a rank and I'm trying to like justify why I have these people on the list. They can't, they can just be four characters on here. Um, so I'm not going to necessarily rank them. I'm just going to tell you which, which ability actually on here is probably one of my favorite ones. Um, and I'm probably going to say that like, if I had to between all four of these, 
I would probably say Kimbley's is probably my favorite because the only way that you really can stop him is by stopping him from putting his hands together. And even on the show, like even when they tried to put him in like the handcuffs to where he couldn't clap, he couldn't put his hands together. Like dude is still pretty, he was scary enough to where like generals and people who were a lot stronger than him and a lot higher up than him had to put some respect on this man's name in the words of, you know what I'm saying? Um, Birdman. Had to had to respect him. Um, and so that's why he's probably one of my favorite ones off of this list. Everybody is really good on this list. Um, now I got to rank them because now I just feel like, I don't know. No, no I'm not going to rank them. I'm going to rank them. But I like Kimberly. Um, I like all these characters. Like I said, we talked Art is an Explosion. Uh, we talked Bakugo from My Hero Academia. We talked Datara from Naruto. We talked Sophie D. Kimberly from... Um, Full Metal Alchemist, and we talked Kira from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like I said, these are all really cool abilities, all super strong characters, characters that you wouldn't want to run into if you was about to get hit with any kind of explosions whatsoever. I feel like Bakugo would hit you on accident and then say, or hit you on purpose and then say it was on accident and then tell, tell you, call you stupid for being up in his way. Daedara is, is probably one of those ones that's very fine he's very tuned in and very in sync with what he's doing so he's not going to do it on accident if he drops a bomb it's definitely on purpose um kimberly doesn't care there's no loyalty to either one good or bad so just know if you cross this man he will probably kill you just for looking at him um and then kira like i said was an antagonist by default and so um i don't know he's got a really cool ability but I think why I like what I like a little bit more about Kira was the simple fact that he can use these um, automated heat-seeking bombs, and then also be able to touch an object, throw it at you, and actually manually detonate it itself. So that's pretty cool too. Um, but yeah, so that's the episode, guys. Like I said, I'm trying to keep these short, brief, and to the point. But um, I want to thank you all for sticking around and supporting the show. Again, as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk 12. That's Anime Talk, the number one and two. Um, make sure that you reach out to me. Make sure that you, you know, interact with your boy. Let me know what you think about the season. Give me some, uh, if you need some recommendations for some anime that I'm, that I'm watching or something that I recommend, um, reach out to your boy. Let me know. I recently just finished uh, To Your Eternity. I just finished this last season. It was super, super sad. Um, but it seems like we're getting to we're getting to a really good place right now. Um, so I'm excited about that. Just finished that. Non-anime related. I just finished uh, the first season of From on Amazon Prime. Shout out to my homie Mike, um, aka Tanache. Shout out to him for putting me on game for this for that show. It was really funny or really fun. I put him on Alice in Borderlands, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, you put me on something good." And that's on Netflix. In case you haven't watched it. And uh, he was like, all right, you gave me a recommendation. Let me give you one. And I binged it like within two days. Um, so from on uh, Amazon Prime is really good. So go ahead and, and watch that. You can watch the first season for free. And I think the second season you got to watch on MGM Plus, which what's up with everybody in these streaming services? Everybody got a streaming service now. Um, but anyway, I digress. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I just finished two year eternity. Um, I'm going to sit down and kind of finish a couple more shows. I got to, I love myself 
I let myself fall behind on one piece because I was doing that week to week thing. So I need to finish up on some one piece. Um, and I got a couple of different shows that I'm currently watching. Um, but again, if you if you're curious on stuff that I'm watching, reach out to your boy. Let me know. I'll tell you kind of what's on my on my watch list. Um Cause like I said, I got some stuff here that I think is going to be pretty cool. Demon Slayer is back out. So I'm watching some of that right now. Almost caught up on my hero. I think I got like two or three episodes left on that one. So we good. We out there. You know what I'm saying? We watching anime. We enjoying it. So, um, yeah, like I said, reach out to me on all social media handles. Let me know um, if you like or dislike an episode, what you liked or disliked about it. If you got any suggestions or feedback, greatly appreciate it. Um, but yeah. Like I said, this is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. And until next time, continue to be the best version of yourself that you can be and continue to be a light in a world full of darkness. Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Peace.